0: Welcome to the PC Speaking Podcast series, Through the Bible in a Year, where we come together for daily reading and reflection as we journey through the scriptures. Let's dive into today's episode with Pastor Chris Miller. Hello and welcome back to day number 29 of the One Year Through the Bible series of the PC Speaking Podcast uh let's see this is the beginning of week number five can you believe it this is the yeah completed four whole weeks beginning of week number five and today we are in reading from exodus chapters eight and nine and matthew chapter 19 for our new testament reading um in Beginning in Exodus chapter eight, today Moses confronts Pharaoh with a a series of plagues. We're going to see things really start to ramp up. Uh, Frogs overrun Egypt at God's command. And yet Pharaoh still remains obstinate. Can you imagine that having frogs in ovens and bread dough and golly, what a mess in your bed, all those kinds of things. Uh, It does get on his nerves though. Pharaoh promises to release the Israelites if the frogs are removed, but... He refuses to honor his word once they're gone. In chapter nine, the plagues continue. God afflicts the livestock and then sends a plague of boils on the Egyptians. But again, Pharaoh persists in his defiance. Over to the New Testament, Matthew chapter 19, Jesus engages in discussions about marriage and divorce. He emphasizes God's design for marriage between a man and a woman. Along with the permanence and sacredness of the marriage covenant, he interacts with some kids and challenges a rich young man, the rich young ruler, to let go of his material possessions to follow him, which he struggles to do. And I think that highlights the frictions that we uh, sometimes find between personal wealth and our devotion to following Jesus. As a result of that, Jesus teaches about the difficulty uh, for the rich to enter the kingdom of heaven. But even though it's difficult, Jesus says that with God, all things are possible. And there are blessings that follow a life committed to Jesus. Well, something to think about as we read today, maybe think about how our own desires and even our own obstinance get in the way of following Jesus. Let's go to Exodus chapter eight and we'll begin reading. It says, then the Lord said to Moses, go to Pharaoh and say to him, Thus says the Lord, let my people go so that they may serve me. But if you refuse to let them go, then I will plague all your borders with frogs and the river will swarm with frogs, which shall go up and come into your house and into your bedchamber, and on your bed and into your houses of your servants and on your people and into your ovens and into your kneading troughs. So the frogs shall come upon you, upon your people and upon all your servants. Then the Lord said to Moses, "'Say to Aaron, stretch forth your hand with your rod "'over the streams, over the rivers, over the ponds, "'and cause frogs to come up on the land of Egypt.' "'Aaron stretched out his hand over the waters of Egypt, "'and the frogs came up and covered the land of Egypt. "'The magicians did the same with their secret arts "'and brought up frogs upon the land of Egypt. "'Then Pharaoh called for Moses and Aaron "'and said, "'Entreat the Lord.' that he may take away the frogs from me and from my people and I will let the people go so that they may sacrifice to the Lord. Moses said to Pharaoh, glory yourself over me. When shall I entreat for you, your servants and your people to destroy the frogs from you and your houses that they may remain in the rivers only? And he said, tomorrow. Then he said, be it according to your word in order that you may know that there is no one like the Lord, our God. The frogs shall depart from you and from your houses and from your servants and from your people and they shall remain in the river only. Moses and, Aaron, Moses and Aaron went out from Pharaoh and Moses cried out to the Lord concerning the frogs which he had brought against Pharaoh. Then the Lord did according to the word of Moses and the frogs died out of the houses, the villages and the fields. So they gathered them together in heaps and the land stank. But when Pharaoh saw that there was relief, he hardened his heart and did not listen to them as the Lord had said. Then the Lord said to Moses, say to Aaron, stretch out your rod and strike the dust of the land so that it may become gnats throughout all the land of Egypt. They did so, for Aaron stretched out his hand with his rod and smote the dust of the earth. And it became gnats on man and on beast. All the dust of the land became gnats throughout all the land of Egypt. Then the musicians tried with their secret arts to bring forth gnats, but they could not. So there were gnats upon man and upon beast. Then the magician said to Pharaoh, this is the finger of God. Nevertheless, Pharaoh's heart was hardened and he did not listen to them just as the Lord had said. So the Lord said to Moses, right up early in the morning, rise up early in the morning and stand before Pharaoh as he comes from forth to the water and say to him, thus says the Lord, let my people go so that they may serve me. Otherwise it will not let my people go. Indeed, I will send swarms of, otherwise, if you will not let my people go, indeed, I will send swarms of flies on you and on your servants and on your people and in your houses. And the houses of the Egyptians shall be full of swarms of flies and also the ground wherever they are. I will in that day set apart the land of Goshen in which my people dwell so that no swarms of flies shall be there in order that you may know that I am the Lord of the midst of the earth. I will put division between my people and your people Tomorrow this sign will happen. The Lord did so and great swarms of flies came into the house of Pharaoh and into his servants' houses and in all the land of Egypt. The land was corrupted because of the swarms of flies. Pharaoh came to Moses and Aaron and said, go sacrifice to your God in the land. Moses said, it is not right to do so. For what we shall sacrifice to the Lord our God would be an abomination to the Egyptians. If we shall sacrifice what is an abomination to the Egyptians before their eyes, will they not stone us? We will go three days journey into the wilderness, and then we will sacrifice to the Lord our God as he shall command us. Pharaoh said, I will let you go that you may sacrifice to the Lord your God in the wilderness, only you shall not go very far away, Make treaty for me. Moses said, Indeed, I am leaving you, and I will plead with the Lord that the swarms of flies may depart from Pharaoh, from his servants, and from his people tomorrow. But let not, not Pharaoh deal deceitfully anymore by not letting the people go to the sacrifice of the Lord. Moses went away from Pharaoh and entreated the Lord. Then the Lord did according to the word of Moses, and he removed the swarms of flies from Pharaoh, from his servants, and from his people. Not one remained. Nevertheless, Pharaoh hardened his heart at this time also, nor would he let the people go. Exodus chapter 9. Then the Lord said to Moses, go to Pharaoh and speak to him. Thus says the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, let my people go so that they may serve me. For if you refuse to let them go and continue holding them, indeed the hand of the Lord will be upon your livestock which are in the field upon the horses, upon the donkeys, upon the camels, upon the oxen, and upon the sheep. There shall be a very grievous pestilence. The Lord shall separate between the livestock of Israel and the livestock of Egypt, and nothing shall die of all that belongs to the children of Israel. So the Lord appointed a set time, saying, Tomorrow the Lord shall do this thing in the land. Then the Lord did this thing the next day, so that all the livestock of Egypt died, but none of the livestock of the children of Israel died. Pharaoh sent and there was not one of the livestock of the children of Israel dead. And the heart of Pharaoh was hardened so that he did not let the people go. Then the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, take for yourselves handfuls of ashes from a kiln and let Moses toss it toward the heavens in the sight of Pharaoh. It shall become fine dust over all the land of Egypt. It shall be a boil breaking forth with blisters upon man and beast throughout all the land of Egypt. So they took the ashes from a kiln and stood before Pharaoh. Then Moses tossed it up toward the heaven and it became a boil breaking forth with blisters upon man and beast. The magicians could not stand before Moses because of the boils, for the boils were upon the magicians and upon all the Egyptians. Moreover, the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh so that he did not listen to them just as the Lord had spoken to Moses. Then the Lord said to Moses, rise up early in the morning and stand before Pharaoh and say to him, thus says the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, "'Let my people go so that they may serve me. "'For I will at this time send all my plagues upon you "'and your servants and your people, "'so that you may know that there is none like me "'in all the earth. "'For by now I could have stretched out my hand "'so that I might strike you and your people "'with pestilence, and you would be cut off from the earth. "'But indeed, for this cause I have raised you up "'in order to show you my power, "'so that my name may be declared "'throughout all the earth. "'Still you exalt yourself against my people "'by forbidding them to go.'" Certainly tomorrow about this time, I will cause it to rain a very severe hail, such as has not happened in Egypt since it was founded until now. Send therefore now and bring your livestock and all that you have in the fields to safety. Every man and beast which shall be found in the field and not brought home when the hail comes down upon them will die. He that feared the word of the Lord among the servants of Pharaoh made his servants and livestock flee into the houses. But he that failed regard the word of the Lord left his servants and his livestock in the field. So the Lord said to Moses, stretch your hand toward the heaven so that there may be hail in the land of Egypt upon man and beast and upon every herb of the field. Throughout the land of Egypt, Moses stretched forth his rod toward the heavens and the Lord sent thunder and hail and fire ran along the ground. So the Lord rained hail upon the land of Egypt. So there was hail and fire mingled with the hail. It was so severe that there had been none like it in all the land of Egypt since it became a nation. The hail struck all the land of Egypt, all that was in the field, both man and beast, and the hail struck every herb of the field and broke every tree of the field. Only in the land of Goshen, where the children of Israel were, was there no hail. Then Pharaoh sent and called for Moses and Aaron and said to them, I have sinned this time, the Lord is righteous, and I and my people are wicked. Entreat the Lord, for there has been enough of God's mighty thunder and hail, and I will let you go, and you shall stay no longer. Moses said to him, As soon as I am gone out of the city, I will spread my out my hands to the Lord, and the thunder shall cease, and there shall be no longer any more hail, so that you may know that the Lord earth is the Lord's. But as for you and your servants, I know that you will not fear yet fear the Lord. Now the flax and barley were struck for the barley was in the ear and the flax was in the bud, but the wheat and the spelt were not struck for they grow up later. So Moses went out of the city from Pharaoh and spread out his hands to the Lord and the thunders and hail ceased and the rain was no longer poured upon the earth. However, when Pharaoh saw that the rain and the hail and the thunders were ceased, he sinned yet more and hardened his heart. He and his servants, the heart of Pharaoh hardened and he would not let the children of Israel go just as the Lord had spoken to Moses. (coughs) Matthew chapter 19. Now, when Jesus finished these things, he departed from Galilee and came into the region of Judea beyond Jordan. Large crowds followed him and he healed them there. The Pharisees also came to him, tempting him and saying, is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife for any reason? He answered, Have you not read that he who made them at the beginning made them male and female? And he said, For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no man put asunder. They said to him, Why did Moses command to give a certificate of divorce and to send her away? He said to them, Moses, for the hardness of your hearts, permitted you to divorce your wives. But from the beginning, it was not so. But I say to you, whoever divorces his wife, except for sexual immorality and marries another commits adultery. And whoever marries her who is divorced commits adultery. His disciples said to him, if such is the case of the man with his wife, it is not good to marry. But he said to them, not all men can receive this precept, but only those to whom it is given. For there are some eunuchs who have been so from birth. There are some eunuchs who have been made eunuchs by men. And there are some eunuchs who have made themselves eunuchs for the sake of the kingdom of heaven. He who is able to receive this, let him receive it. Then little children were brought to him, that he might put his hands on them and pray, but the disciples rebuked them. But Jesus said, Let the little children come to me, and do not forbid them. For to such belongs the kingdom of heaven. He laid his hands on them and departed from there. Now one came to him and said to him, Good teacher, what good deed shall I do to have eternal life? He replied to them, Why do you call me good? There is one who is good, but if you would enter life, keep the commandments. He said to him, Which ones? Jesus said, You shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, honor your father and your mother, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. The young man said to him, All these have I kept from my youth. What do I still lack? Jesus said to him, If you would be perfect, go and sell what you have. Give it to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven and come follow me. But when the young man heard this, he went away sorrowful for he had great possessions. Then Jesus said to his disciples, truly, I say to you that it will be hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. And again, I say to you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. When his disciples heard this, they were greatly amazed saying, who then could be saved? But Jesus looked at them and said with men, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. Then Peter answered him, see, we have left everything and followed you. What then shall we have? Jesus said to them, truly, I say to you in the regeneration, when the son of man sits in his glorious throne, you who have followed me will also sit on 12 thrones, judging the 12 tribes of Israel and everyone who has left houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or fields for my name's sake shall receive a hundred times as much and inherit eternal life. But many who are first will be last and last first. Well, that's our readings for today from Exodus and Matthew. Let's wrap up with a couple of devotional thoughts and meditations for the day. Uh, Exodus 8 and 9 and we read about a lot of plagues, a lot of things going on there. I think it's really ramping up with Pharaoh. And it demonstrates God's distinction. Something that's interesting that I think about as I read this, it, it there's a distinction between the Israelites and the Egyptians during the plagues. Um, the Egyptians are suffering through the plagues, but the Israelites don't have to deal with them. They're shielded by God from them. And I have a few stories of my own life when God had... Pre- protected me um, from bad things that may have been going on around me or from even a person. And think about how God's assurance and even differentiation can encourage you in difficult times. And in Matthew chapter 19, Jesus touches on some very significant, uniquely Christian values, such as the sanctity of marriage and the challenges that wealth presents to spiritual commitment. And how can or how do you work these values out in your life? And how do they influence your priorities and the decisions that you make? Well, that's our reading for today. And I look forward to speaking with you again tomorrow. Thank you for joining us today on the PC Speaking podcast. Tune in tomorrow for another episode of Through the Bible in a Year. If you have found this helpful, please follow the podcast and share it with a friend. It is our hope and prayer that every episode helps enrich your relationship with God and his word. I'm singing even louder.